0: welcome friends to another r slash entitled parents video today we got a story of a parent trying to sell someone's dog but first a story from dantix entitled parent gets mad because i brought a ps5 then became racist police called so i'm still laughing about the situation it literally just happened today august 20th at 9 am i went to walmart to get some meat and diapers and then went to check the gaming section to see if they had a discount on some games i want I noticed they had the first ps5 i see in the wild since the launch in the cage there i thought oh that's great i already have one but i can make some money flipping that or something like this called the walmart associate that can open the cage and he got the unit and different than other stuff in walmart you have to pay right there in the electronics section you can't go to the cashier near the door and pay 549 dollars paid got my receipt and that is where i met Kieran and her son Right after I paid, I turned my cart, and I see this boy yelling, ''Oh my god, Mom, the PS5!'' and pointing at me. The lady comes and asks me where I found it. I told her it was in the PlayStation cage, but I believe it was the only one they had. And we had this conversation. She says, ''So, you said this is the last unit?'' I say, ''I believe so, ma'am. You can ask the Walmart guy there.'' He overheard and yelled, ''Nah, that was the last one. We just got two units.'' The spoiled child said, ''But mom, it's been two years of you telling me you would get me a PS5.'' She says, ''So you don't want to give me yours?'' ''You're like 30 and my son will use it way more than you.'' I say, ''Nah, I'm sorry, but I already paid for it.'' ''Good luck in your search though.'' She says, ''You didn't pay for it. You're not even near the cashiers.'' ''Your people don't even play video games.'' I say, ''Excuse me? My people? What? What do you mean my people?'' She says Mexicans, I know you guys, your accent is horrible by the way. At this moment I thought I should have pulled my phone because I knew where she was going. I've seen on the internet many times but I never expected that that would happen in a small town in New Hampshire. I say first of all, I'm not Mexican, secondly we're done here. I paid for the unit and it's mine. You can throw a tantrum but nothing will change. Good luck. The spoiled child jumps on the ground and begins to kick the living heck out of the floor. The Karen says, you're a piece of trash. My son needs this and I'm taking it. You're not even from here. Sand, you know what? This is new, never heard that before, by the way. The dude from Walmart that helped me get the console from the cage is black. I think he thought she called him the N-word for some reason, and he started yelling at her like, Karen, get the freak out. Karen puts her hand on my PS5, and I instantly push her away. She started to yell that I assaulted her and people called the cops. She kept saying that I was a sand n-word and calling me a steroid user and some other crap. I just moved away and waited for the cops to arrive. The cop who got there was Hispanic. I tell them what happened and show them the receipt of the console that I purchased with my own credit card. Walmart dude was a total king and was on my side the whole way. She got angry and repeated the slur one more time in front of the cops and they put her in cuffs. Asked if I wanted to press charges, and I was like, yes, of course. I went back and tipped the Walmart dude 50 bucks because he literally got my back completely, and because I actually pushed the lady being a 6'2", could have been bad for me. So that's my Saturday morning. If someone wants to buy a PS5 Horizon Edition in North Mass slash New Hampshire, let me know. All I know is, despite the fact that OP definitely did not deserve any of that kind of treatment from that Karen, Everybody in the comments section on this reddit post are tearing OP alive for buying a second PS5 for the sole purpose of scalping it. Did hearing that from the outside of the story annoy you too? Does OP deserve to get torn apart in the comments for it? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from Suspicious Opinions, Entitled Mother Embarrasses Herself in Front of a Crowd of People. My borderline personality disorder mother was literally the definition of I'm better than all of you entitled. She never did the whole let me talk to your manager thing, but she would scream at the top of her lungs and verbally castrate whoever was put in her path until she got her way, or at least she proved she was right. To give you a sense of how awful she was, I had a huge falling out with her about four years ago, I basically asked her to stop being so emotionally and psychologically abusive, or I would cut ties. I ended up doing just that, and my mother stole $10,000 worth of furniture from our house and my dog, while leaving the other dog, a diabetic, to die. She didn't own the house or the furniture. My grandparents did, but they never filed charges for theft, which I've always sort of held against them. My mother also stole $30,000 from my dad which was supposed to be used for my college. Of course, she would always say how lucky I am because of how tight money was. She was a very high paid lawyer, she just got off on making me feel guilty. All that being said, when we did live together when I was growing up, I absolutely loved throwing her own entitlement back in her own face every chance I got. She was all bark and no bite, so by the time I was 10, I knew any threat she would throw at me was just that and she just liked getting her own way. So one day, I think it may have been 14, my mother needed to get gas for a car, and she only ever got gas from Sam's Club. For those who don't know, you need a membership card to get gas because you get points. For what, I don't know, groceries maybe? So we pull up to the pump, and I'm just sitting and waiting. It always took a while because she would literally wait until her car needle said empty, and my mom would have to hope that she had enough gas to drive to refill. So I'm sitting in the passenger seat when I start to hear her saying expletives over and over, going from a loud whisper to almost a yell. I get out and have no choice but to open the can of worms and say, Mom, what's wrong? She says, I can't find my gosh darn card. I say, are you sure? Have you looked? She says, of course I'm sure. I'm not a freaking moron. She had a huge wallet and purse with like 50 pockets each and constantly lost things. So after she stood there for like 20 minutes looking everywhere, she forces me to go inside with her to customer service and talk to them. Or what? I'm not sure. It's not like they could wave a magic wand and make it appear or get her a new one. That was the customer's responsibility. I don't really remember, but I think my mom was pissed because she'd lose all their points or whatever if she got a new card. Anyways, she marches right up to the counter, bypassing all the people behind her At this point, I'm just standing off to the side because I do not want to be associated with whatever is about to go down. My mother exploded at the woman behind the counter, saying how it's impossible she could have lost the card. It must have been stolen. She demanded a new card with everything exactly the same. Blah, blah, blah. All the people behind her are sort of just staring mouths open, not really believing their eyes that this woman screaming and berating the service lady over such a trivial problem. Still off to the side, all I'm thinking is, my mom's actually making it the store's fault. She lost her card. Good God. About 15 minutes into yelling, I decide to grab my mom's wallet for one last look through. Literally not even after 30 seconds of searching, I look behind her ID and I find the gosh darn card. I look at it, making sure it's not an expired card, and wouldn't you know? So I walk over and show my mom the card and go, Did you mean this card behind your ID? I say it a little louder than normal, just making sure everyone behind her hears. She takes the card, gives it a once-over, and literally just storms back out to the car. Not one single acknowledgement or apology, so I do it because this lady and the people who waited definitely deserved one. My mom sat in her room the rest of the day, and of course, I was never allowed to mention it again. Except I did, constantly. I have thousands more stories like this if you're ever interested. FYI, my mom and I don't talk anymore. Maybe the only good thing COVID did. Honestly, considering how susceptible OP's mom was to blowing up, I'm glad that OP felt comfortable enough to upstage them in a way like that, without fear of being retaliated against in a harsh way. Like, although their mom was definitely full-on entitled mom Karen mode, at least it wasn't bad enough to the point where OP would be terrified or afraid of upstaging them like they did here with the card. Our next story is from Why Am I So Loud. I went no contact with my mom after she threatened to sell my dogs multiple times. I've had a messy relationship with my mom since I was young. She was abusive in many ways. She would say things like, If I'd known you turn out like this, I would have aborted you." She would make me kneel on literal salt as punishment, and so much more. We come from an Asian family, so these things are normalized. As I grew up, she became somewhat better, but her tendencies would still show from time to time. She would post digs at me on Facebook when she's mad and her friends would know it's all about me. It was hard for me to make friends because she rarely liked any friends I made. She would harass my friends when I would hang out with them too. I recently moved to another country for a job. When that happened, she'd keep saying she's proud of me and that I've come so far. For context, she stopped working after she gave birth to my younger sister 17 years ago. She's had countless opportunities to get back to work, but she never grabbed any. We've always had to depend on my dad financially. It was never a problem, but when COVID hit, my dad was laid off and we struggled a lot. When that happened, she said she'd find a job, but when my dad found a new job, she ended up not working, and then he got laid off again, then she said the same thing, but it eventually led to nothing when my dad got hired again. As you can see, she's pretty much all talk, and it's a cycle. It's been her dream to live in a western country, so I feel like she's living vicariously through me, but at the same time jealous of me. It's really weird she's had many opportunities to migrate here but she never worked for it i think she got used to being a housewife and everything being paid off for her she doesn't want to struggle like the majority of us so my dad got laid off again and i've been the main breadwinner these past few months i've already ran out of savings just to pay for the bills back home and pay our mortgage so recently i've been late sometimes when it comes to sending money Every time this would happen, my mother would send me insults and derogatory texts. She would post embarrassing things about me on Facebook. The worst part is she would always threaten to sell my dogs. I'm honestly so mentally and financially drained. I have bills to pay here too, apartment, internet, food, car, etc. But it's like none of that matters. Now that my dad separated from her and blocked her, she's mooching off of me. I have no problem helping back home at all, but it's literally to the point that it's super forced, and I have no savings left for myself. I would try and block her, but she would end up harassing my boyfriend instead. Last night, she threatened to sell my dogs again and called me pitiful because I haven't sent money back home yet. I was so scared about my dogs, I ended up sending money even though I haven't paid my own bills yet. I told my relatives to tell her never to speak to me again and that she was dead to me from now on. I blocked her on everything after that. I just can't imagine being in a situation like OP where all you want to do is help out, make things easier on your mom, do what you can to do right by them, and they just continue to wear you down, belittle you, attack you, basically say what you're doing is not good enough. I can imagine it must be painful, but honestly, blocking them and just moving on is for the best just for OP's sanity. Our next story is from Bite Me 16 entitled Mother Takes Things Out of a Coffin. So I hesitated writing this. It happened a long time ago, but it stayed with me. Back when we lived in New Jersey, my mother had a friend named Darren. Darren had gotten super close to our family and had become like a second son to my grandparents and like an uncle to me. We were all so close that when we moved out of New Jersey, He and his wife came up to our state to get married so we could be there. They loved the area so much, they decided to move there. Sadly, about a year after moving there, he had a heart attack and ended up passing away. His wife, who was hard up for money, had decided she wouldn't do a funeral. When Darren's family found out, they demanded that she have a funeral. Of course, they didn't offer to pay or contribute to it, though. Her sister, the entitled mother in this story, even needled Darren's wife until she caved and agreed to have a funeral. Darren's biological family drove down for the funeral and the moment they got here, Entitled Mother started pressuring Darren's wife into signing over Darren's truck to her son because her son was Darren's nephew and Darren would want him to have it and her precious son needs it. Darren's wife was adamant about saying no. But Entitled Mother consistently found reasons and ways to get her son to borrow the truck to go pick this or that up. Darren's wife was dealing with the loss of her husband and still trying to process that he died, literally with her driving him to the hospital. And Entitled Mother was pressuring her over a truck. Finally, my mom stepped in and said no, that the car was the wife's and that was that. They didn't have much time to get into it because we had the funeral to attend. It was really hard for my grandpa. He sobbed over the casket while holding Darren's hands. I had never seen my grandfather cry like that. He was absolutely devastated. My mom, aunt, and uncle were all emotional, but Darren's family almost acted like they were at a business meeting. I should mention that Darren's funeral outfit was not a suit. It was the outfit he had gotten married in, his biker gear. He wasn't in a gang or anything like that, but he and his wife liked to ride. While I'm standing there trying to comfort my grandfather, Entitled Mother reaches into the coffin and takes several items off of Darren's body. A handkerchief and I think a pocket chain. She made some offhand comment to my grandfather about wanting something to remember her brother by, but who does that? She never asked Darren's wife if she could, and Darren's wife was the one who had bought them for their wedding, then carefully chose them for his body since they were special to her. Thankfully, my mom had gone to help Darren's wife with something and had missed the entire thing. The family left shortly after the funeral and still never offered to help pay for anything. Entitled mother tried a few more times to get her son the truck, but got shot down. We never got the items she took back, though. I mean, it's awful that they pressured the grieving wife, who I'm assuming just did not have the funds for that kind of thing. Just beat them down into having this funeral and then just kind of trample all over it. Now, I will say people do genuinely grieve in different ways. I will say, although it could be very true that all of Darren's biological family just didn't care or were completely stone-faced and unaffected, some people are grieving inside and just look stone-faced on the outside. I just feel like that's kind of an important thing to recognize. Not everybody grieves in a, a bawling, crying way. Some people have an inability to publicly grieve, and they'll look stone faced until they're in private and can just kind of let it out. That said, everything the entitled mother did in this story is crazy. This next story is from an anonymous post. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sir, should I cut ties with my whole family? My dad's an alcoholic and gambler and he and I are not on speaking terms for many years. He used to spend all his salaries, he doesn't have any savings, buying cigarettes, alcohol, and gambling, and would borrow from our relatives. He even gambled all of the money we gave him monthly. I don't even have a shred of feeling for him, that even if he died, it wouldn't matter to me at all. My mom raised the three of us by working several jobs at the same time to put us through college. My mom loves gambling and bad-mouthing people as well, no one's ever perfect. However, my mom was the sole breadwinner. She never borrowed money from anyone and the money she spent on the lottery tickets and gambling was all her own money. Growing up, my siblings and I had everything a child should have under normal circumstances and we were never forced to do any part-time jobs to earn our own pocket money and tuition fees. Everything was paid for and given to us by my mom. Before the pandemic hit, I was diagnosed with cancer and was out of a job since. My mom was the one who took care of me and had been there by my bedside 24-7 the first few critical months. I almost died. I've been reminding myself that I should take good care of my mom and put her before everything else and give her only the best when I get back to the job market full time. Unfortunately during these couple years, I couldn't find any job that pays exactly the same as my old one. I ended up taking a full-time job with a lower job title and a much lower salary, only to be ousted the first two months in because the business couldn't survive under the pressure brought by the pandemic. Since the pandemic, my mom has been a completely different person than she used to be. For example, she never really asked about how we feel or how I feel or what I've been going through personally, yet she keeps talking about how the son or daughter of who just bought a huge house or a nice car, and all things money related. She even criticized me for hiding in the bedroom, doing nothing but idling my life away. In fact, I've been doing self-studies to prepare myself for the right career opportunity. She even rebuked me, saying that knowledge and education are B.S. Money is king. She now cares only about money, money, money. For context, my brother and I are also not on speaking terms since the pandemic, when he was furloughed and our relationship's gone sour because of money. He's got a very hot and nasty temper, but he was the only one besides my mom, who had supported me financially until I got my first full-time job out of college. He would bring me to nice restaurants. He dropped everything and went and bought me a new MacBook Air when my old Dell died unexpectedly. He would give me pocket money to spend, in addition to that given by my mom. Please, for those of you who are reading this and have been through a similar situation before, what would you think if I said that I want to cut ties with my family but still send money to my mom's bank account monthly until she dies? Or is it the problem actually stems from me being negative? My life had been good until I lost the income-generating power. Is money everything but not love and respect? I don't know if this is a situation where OP has to fully cut them off. I think in the past they've shown that they're there for OP. I don't know if it's a situation where being open about how you feel they're being overbearing can help. You know, I don't know if they would ever consider it, but, you know, a group therapy thing could be good if, you know, that kind of thing could be afforded. It's just, to me, they've been there for you in the past, and I would hate to see somebody like OP lose a relationship that had been so beneficial in the past like that. Our next story is from McMed, entitled Mom Blames Me for Her Children's Screaming. I, 25-year-old female, went to the grocery store to pick up snacks to marathon a show I liked. Usually I'm fine with stores and public places, but it should be noted I have severe anxiety and mild autism. I'm heavier and about 5 feet tall, so I'm not an intimidating person in any sense of the word. Content to ignore and be ignored. In the bakery section of the store, patrons can get a box and pick freshly baked sweets for themselves from the racks. I have a sweet tooth, so I figured I would get a few donuts and cherry turnovers. When I first walked up, I was the only one there, but I didn't want to linger and take up space if someone else walked up. As I'm getting chocolate cinnamon rolls, there's a loud screech behind me. I thought someone was legitimately hurt, so I turned to look, only to have two preteen kids shove in next to me and start poking the food in the display, reaching for anything they could grab, including what I've already gotten for myself. I reflexively pulled away with the box because I don't like being touched and... I didn't want strange kids touching food I planned on enjoying. Apparently, I made a mistake by doing this as Entitled Mother herself arrives with a scowl on her face and glaring at me like I was some demon. Entitled Kids screaming that they want whatever it is I had in my box of sweets, talking over each other. Entitled Mother holds her hand out expectantly. Hand it over. I say, what? She says, give me the box. I say, I, no, I was... She says, give it, and snatches the box from me. The thing is about these boxes is they're very flimsy, and all the small-sized ones were out. So I grabbed the one made to hold a dozen donuts. By grabbing it from a corner, she managed to let the bottom drop, and everything I picked out fell onto the floor. The entitled kids both try to grab the floor sweets, but decide to start crying, and throw a tantrum when their mother stops them. She says, look what you've done now. I say, I didn't... She says, fix it. I say, fix what? She says, get more donuts for us and don't drop them this time. At this point, I wish I said something cool or told her off, but I was short-circuiting and my anxiety was through the roof. More people walked over because she was making a scene and shouting, so I was even more stressed because it felt like everyone was staring. I'm doing my best to stay calm, but my anxiety makes it very easy for me to become overwhelmed and overstimulated, especially in the case of conflict. I was mentally moving at the speed of a deer in headlights, so not at all. This only seemed to make Entitled Mother angrier, and she got closer to me, yelling like a odor my life. She says, you slow or something, get it. Her kids are still screaming. A nice worker steps in, much to my relief, and says, I saw you drop them lady, you gotta pay for them. The Entitled Mother says, I'm not paying for these, I didn't even get them. The Nice Worker says, you're right that you didn't get them, she got them, points at me, but you're wrong thinking you don't have to pay for stuff you dropped. She says, I won't stand for this abuse, I want to talk to your manager right now. The Nice Worker says, sure, wait by the pharmacy and I'll send him over to talk to you. Entitled Mother then says smugly to me, well I'm glad you're getting what you deserve. If they hadn't seen you getting donuts, none of this would have happened. This is all your fault. I'm still floored and trying to mentally catch up, since it seemed like I was actually going to get in some kind of trouble for something I had no control over. Entitled mother snatches her still crying kids from the floor and walks off with her nose in the air like a snob. The pharmacy's on the other side of the building from the bakery, and as soon as she's out of sight, I try to apologize. I say, I, uh... I'm sorry the nice worker says why you didn't do anything wrong I say but he says I saw her snatch that box from you and drop them you're good he then just smiled and walked away without another word I grabbed a small container of sugar cookies and got out of there all while trying not to panic since people were still staring I didn't see the woman or her kids after that even while paying for the snacks but I hope I never see them again Props to the nice worker for stepping in because odds are I would not have fared too well against Entitled Mother and thankfully because he was so calm about everything, I managed to stay calm too. I wish I could say she was charged for the ruined donuts but I wasn't about to willingly tangle with Entitled Mother just to find out. So long as I never have to see her or her kids again, I'm good bless the nice worker that stepped in and if there was anything that you should stop and do it would be find that manager and tell them how good of a worker nice worker is put in a good word for them and our final story of the day is from nick's takahashi is what's going on in my household bad or not so i'm a 14 year old going on 15 female who's starting her first semester of 10th grade in a private school that the schedule is 12 p.m to 4 p.m monday through friday and i've got some pretty weird stuff going on at home i have two brothers 117 and 110 neither of whom i live with but do contact i haven't lived with my mom or older brother since i was four my mom moved away to the usa and left my older brother with his dad and left me in my dad's hands for explanation i live in the caribbean so spanish is supposed to be my first language but i learned english first so that's a plus Now, my parents are good people, and I don't have anything against them. What is happening is with my household members. I was raised for the past 11 years by my grandparents and two of my aunts. When I was 12, my dad moved to the USA, a different state than my mom, and left me in the hands of my grandparents. Now the bad part is, I fell into depression. My 12-year-old mind thought that my parents left me behind, when of course that's not the case. They left to find work, and they did but I started hearing voices that sounded like my dad's voice saying mean things like, I'm useless and worthless, etc. I was taken to see the school advisor, but she ended up calling my grandma and told her my situation, which left her shocked. They took me to a mental hospital and left me there for a week. My dad was told this news by my second aunt, who's his second sister, and he rushed to get a plane ticket and flew all the way from the USA to where we live just to make sure I'm okay. You can't say that's not being a good parent. After I got out he and I spent time together after going to a psychiatrist who recommended me antidepressants which by the way don't work but I didn't and have not said crap to them so I don't have to go through the same crap again. After the pandemic struck, he had to leave again, which this time I obviously understood that he's going to work, and not leaving me behind. However, my second aunt also left to the USA just to find a job, because she couldn't take it to go to work in these times here, so she left. During these times, I was at home, always bored, but then last year we got a dog who's my responsibility, and she still is 10 months later. But then the dilemma started. I was always rushed or told to take care of my dog every gosh darn second of my life. Oh, and I barely have privacy here. Yeah, my aunt doesn't respect my freaking privacy. She says it's because I'm still a minor, but I think it's BS. Yesterday, however, because today at my school is casual day, I said aloud, I'm going to wear a dress to school tomorrow. They say, no, you're not. I say, why not? They say skirts were changed to pants on school uniforms for a reason. I say, but the principal said we can wear anything as long as it's not sleeveless. They say, I don't care. You're not going in a dress and that's final. What the actual freak. I lost all my trust and faith in that woman. Mind you, she's 45 soon. And I'm a 14-year-old girl who wants to coordinate a matching outfit with her friends who's an 11th. My school is really tiny and has small groups for each grade, so since there's only two 10th graders and three 11th graders, they have us in the same classroom with two of the same classes, math and history. But no, I had to settle for a black shirt and jeans. And I told my friends this, and she was like, well, alright then, and she was understanding about it. I think the cherry on top is that I have a boyfriend too, who always asks if he can come over or if we can arrange something to hang out. I always say no, and what's the reason? Exactly, my aunt. I always tell him, my aunt won't like the idea of you coming, or we can't, my aunt won't let me. And he understands, but I know he's sad about it. But I'm sorry, this 44-year-old woman won't let me do anything by myself. And the best part? She always says, I'm your father's sister. You'll respect and obey and listen to me. I'm the adult here and you're the minor. I hate it, I abso-freaking-lutely hate it, and I can't even be myself too. Every time I'm around my cousin, I'm myself and I like it, but no, she thinks I'm being disrespectful. My cousin's parents are somewhat in the same as well, we both hate being in these situations. I recently vented my mom through TikTok because I had her on there and I told her to download Discord in order for me to freely talk to her whenever I wanted, because my aunt also has my TikTok account on her tablet but not Discord. Yesterday, I told my mom about the situation, about me wanting to wear what I wanted for today, and she told me, Sweetie, I think this is getting out of hand. Why don't you download Facebook so you can tell your dad? And so I did. And I texted him, but he hasn't responded, so I need to know. Is the situation bad for a mentally unstable, emotionally unstable, and depressed 14-year-old girl to go through? Now, personally, I don't know about the boyfriend thing, because you are 14 years old. But as far as what you want to dress on a casual school day, as long as you're not wearing something inappropriate, I don't see why they're being so controlling over it. And I would agree that there's some behaviors and ways of handling things that OP's aunt could and should do a lot better at. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another Entitled parent story that was absolutely crazy, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the one on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.